Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Patrick, man, you got you got your shirt tucked in today. You got a well a well on your shirt. I know, man. I thought you were going to call me out for this. I had a meeting that <laughs> that, uh, that got moved to a more um, uh, area where I needed to dress a little bit nicer this so you, afternoon. So you changed clothes. I did. I, actually, I took my hat off. I actually have two changes of clothes in my car. Do you, uh, this time I didn't have it in my car, but typically you kind of got to be prepared. You never know. Oh, you've been hanging out at the house this morning? Uh, I just saw you like 30 minutes ago at the office. I know how that works. <laughs> but I did run home and change. You did so, catch what me. is your formal meeting? Uh, we are meeting. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it this, at this well, point. Well, then don't say it. I won't. I won't. Don't jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. I'll tell you during the break. I do want to know. I know. I, I, you don't know how bad I want to tell you right now. Can the audience know on Sunday? Uh, I don't think I don't know. Don't jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. Goodness gracious. Always trying to jinx our luck. <laughs> we need, well, we need all the help we can get. You know that. We do need luck. I think most people do, but it's okay. Every, We're, we'll admit it. I find myself saying this all the time. Everything's hard, man. Everything is more difficult than we always say. We haven't said this in a long time on the radio. We're always in the seventh round of a Mike Tyson heavyweight fight. We're, we're not Mike Tyson. <laughs> we're Glass Joe. That's we're right. Glass yeah, I actually Joe. said that to somebody this morning at breakfast, uh, our friend Matt, that you uh, play golf with at Carolina Golf Club. Uh, and I, I think I told him it was like the ninth round. Wow. So we, we that sounds it. more painful we than made the seventh. Two, we made it two more Goodness rounds. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we do say that quite a bit. But, and then you uh, also say that from the outside looking in, everybody thinks we're on easy street. Yeah. And it's all good. And no. Everybody thinks you got $5 in your wallet. Well, let me ask you this. Out of all the people that you talked to at YPO, how many of them have told you, man, this just was so easy? <laughs> uh, my wife. <laughs> She's like, thank you, Trent. You make life so easy for me. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> that poor woman. Nah. I love you, baby. I'm going to give you a shout out. That's nice. That, that is good. Well, you got a pink paper clip in front of you today, too. I caught that. Did you bring that with you? I got a couple. You don't see many pink paper clips. I'm just saying. I mean, we're in TJ's office. <laughs> you down with the pink paper clips? I got a bunch of colorful stuff at my house. I mean, well, you, you know. Have, you have three girls, sure. Yeah. But I got a brood. A what? I saw Rowan. I'm going to brag on Rowan. She showed me her grades last night. She was doing her homework. And now, now you know everything's yeah, different online. than when we were yeah. in school. You waited for that paper report card and daddy come home with his belt out. Uh but uh, <laughs> but um, she showed me her grades. She's got, and these are her third quarter grades, up to date. And she had a ninety-seven, a ninety-eight, a ninety-nine, and four one hundreds. Good, it's great. That's her grade. I said, "Dang, you are my girl." No, <laughs> see, like when we were coming up, you tried your best to put like a line through the middle of the D to try to make it look like an A. If you could erase the bottom of it. You cheated? <laughs> no. My devotion told me this morning to be a, a man of high integrity. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you weren't on that track. I, Trent, I, you know I didn't do that, but that's I was oh, kind of referring oh, to this joke. is the kind of grades that we probably had coming up. You were probably had better grades some, than me. I had some pretty good grades, but I, I didn't have like not hundreds. hundreds in my yeah. class. 
I was flawed in some certain endeavors. You know, she might want to keep her eyes open. There might be somebody that's that's keeping an eye on her. She's killing that bell curve with the hundo. You think somebody's going to take her out? <laughs> we going Nancy Kerrigan? Come on, man. <laughs> These kids don't. That's devious. You you in a bad spot today. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Nah, it's all good. Wow. What the are they going to come in and, and work on her brain? I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to do some mind tricks. I'm just saying, man. We had, people like me relied on that bell curve. <laughs> you silly. Come on, man. Yeah. So what have we got today? We got your buddy Colin. I just met him. Colin Jackson. Colin Jackson. A true entrepreneur. I say that a lot on this yeah. show. Uh, and I will say, Colin and I met recently okay. uh, at, at at Tom Donaldson's office, Phil Bushy's office. Yeah, okay. The, these guys that have been on the show before uh and they did they had a party that they try to do every so often that's the first one i've been to i've been to their office several times but it's kind of like an incubator of relationships which i think is wonderful and uh and out of all the people there somehow colin and i got hold up together and started talking and uh and it just Guys, wonderful personality, wonderful demeanor, but a wonderful story as well. And then we played golf and and flourished it more. And I started talking about the, you need to come on the radio, and he's a willing participant. And uh, I'm very excited. And he's 34 years old. I get that right? That's right. Dang, young, you're, not on the, you're not on the mic yet, whippersnapper. <laughs> Got him. Um, and the other guy we played with was 21 years old, actually. 21 years old. Makes me feel really old. Yeah. And you're older than me. But I had another guy play with us that was older. I always okay. got to have that you're one. In the middle. Charles Blevins. There you go. <laughs> so 21-year-old entrepreneur. Is, nah, is that, he, or just... he, he's a senior at Villanova, Okay, actually, uh, the 21-year-old. His his brother, the middle child, uh, works, at, at Tom Don- works for Tom Donaldson. Okay. Um, at, at at their office, we call him Wildcat, and this was his little brother was home. I met him the same night. He was home from college on spring break, and I thought it was really cool. Uh, Cameron Cameron Riley is his name. Um, I mean, he spent his week home from Villanova with his family, hanging out with his brother yeah. and his parents. That was commendable. Actually, I'm gonna talk a little bit behind his back. Um. Wants to get into the real estate business, so uh, going to graduate this year. Whole family's gone to Villanova, all three sons and the dad. Uh, and, and Villanova lost in the tournament while I was hanging out with him. Made me feel real good because Carolina had already lost. <laughs> you talking about the Big East. I'm a little disappointed in Tar Heels. I don't know if yeah. turning down the NIT is the best-looking thing to do. I mean, don't you think the seniors want to play another game? I would think or two? so. Yeah. Well, that's just my opinion. We'll let Roy handle that. I mean, Hubert handle that. Oh, dang! That yeah. was a, that was that was even worse. That was a dagger. That was on purpose. All right, we got Colin Jackson. <laughs> when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the first segment, go back. You can check us out on podcasts or anywhere where you can download I think, yeah. talk radio. But Patrick, talk I want to clear this up. We were cutting up in the first segment. Uh-oh. You are a man of high integrity. <laughs> 
You really are. <laughs> Reagan's going to listen to this show and give me a hard time about that. No, that's okay. I appreciate that, Reagan. I tell him I appreciate it. Yeah, I will. I appreciate it. So our guest here, Colin Jackson. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I had no idea that uh, <laughs> what I was getting myself into today. That's exactly how we want to You're set it up. You're pretty laid back guy. Yeah. I was thinking uh, just a little microphone in your office, but uh, we're in a little studio here. We're, we're, we're at WBT, man. <laughs> we got TJ Boggs on the horn over here, What is man? WBT's the, the legend Charlotte yeah, studio? 100 plus years, yeah. It's got TV, a lot, a lot of radio, yep. everything, man. Rush Limbaugh. Come on. He's not God, around anymore. God rest his soul. No. no. My dad, you say, that guy, angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Colin, you, you, you grew up in, did you grow up in the Northeast? I grew up in Maryland. You grew yep. up in Maryland, and you went to Maryland. I went to Maryland, yep. And you say you got one class Uh-oh. to finish at Maryland. Uh-oh, you stuck on that. <laughs> I I think it's pretty good. You you're you are a, I mean, let's talk about it. An entrepreneur through and through. So tell us about this. Man, uh I guess I'll I'll apologize to my dad right now for not finishing that last class. You said that class. the other day. <laughs> oh, how did it start? I just want to know what made you the well, why didn't you finish college? Something. Yeah. <laughs> So my dad, he uh, he he was an entrepreneur of the family. Uh, so I grew up with that. I uh, got to see all aspects of it, the ups and downs. Um, so he he had a hair salon, ironic, you know. So he he ran a hair salon, most successful hair salon in the in the town. Really, pretty small town. So there's maybe two or three. So most successful, <laughs> but it uh, it got me in a lot of trouble because I'd be around town and he knew everyone. But um, it was also uh, it was it was great to see my dad growing up and uh, learning about what he does, and I guess it all started with me going in there and helping him out, uh, sweeping some floors, uh, earning twenty five cents for that. Um, yeah. You know, seeing kind of how he does business, and then um, you know he was always influencing me to go out and make some money. Well, you know, go cut the grass for neighbors and. One day, we lived on a golf course. We were the poorest people on this place. We happened to get this property before the course even started. I thought you had some swing juice when you were a kid. <laughs> kind of like you, Patrick, you caddy. Yeah. This, yeah. 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 He says that as uh, he beat me last week pretty bad. <laughs> I just got hot at the end. <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I got lucky. Th- that is. All right. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah. Off, offline. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. So, four, three. <laughs> <laughs> uh one of one of the things that i started out with uh you know the golf pro was like hey you know as many balls as you want to bring here i'll give you 25 cents per ball and so hmm. for about a week and a half i bought in you know four uh five gallon buckets of balls and he looked at me and he's he wasn't expecting me to bring all those balls in and he paid me out a few hundred bucks, and he's like, "Man, I I don't know if we could do this again, but uh, <laughs> you broke you." <laughs> and and you know, I, I think I made a couple hundred bucks there, and and my dad had this old Toyota pickup truck, and he parked right next to this uh, this sign, and as we were pulling out, and as I was counting all my money, my dad side scrapes that entire uh, sign on, on, on the side of his truck, and so I'll never forget that. That was that was. 
you know, my my start of my entrepreneurial spirit. So you cost your dad and more I cost, than you made? I cost my dad money. So he, he did that because he was so surprised by how much money you had? Is that, and he looked over uh, like, oh. I don't know. I have no idea, but I he, he remembers that cost. But we had that truck for, uh, <laughs> till it died, and it had that little long streak of. Uh, I've done that a couple times. Yeah. I got a couple of those <laughs> war, war wounds. Yeah, it's all good. No, but my dad, my dad was, uh, you know, the influence behind my entrepreneurial spirit. Um, he was, you know, he was always, always there for me, uh, coaching my soccer team, you know, coaching our track team, um, always pushing me to go out there and, uh, make some money. So we, I started, he got me hooked up with a couple of my neighbors and, um, you know, I started following this one guy around and painting, painting houses, um, you know, Anything like painting houses, changing toilets out, um, fixing faucets, and he had about 15 houses in uh, College Park. So I'd go around with this guy, and um, he was a retired engineer. He retired around 45, and I'd just follow him in, or sit in, sit in the truck, and we'd talk, talk about business. Um, and, you know, he all literally all we talked about on that ride was money, and it was not just about making money, but, um, you know, how to invest it, things like that. So wow. I got, I got lucky growing up, um, with my dad and with my, my, uh, you know, my mentor, uh, Mr. Parsons. Um, so that it just kind of kept going from there. So you go to Maryland. What did you study? I studied economics. Yep. I'm an economics major. That's why we hit it off so well. And you're, you're towards the end of your career. When did you get this bug to start this business? <laughs> so I I was focusing on going into financial advising because that's what my dad ended up doing. He he sold his business and went into financial advising. He knew everybody in the town. And he was Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he was really su- successful with that. So I, I thought I'd follow him with that. And, um, you know, I, did, I just didn't really, you know, it just wasn't for me. And I figured that out at the end of my college career or uh, and decided, um, you know, I was going to try to do something else. And my my buddy's dad, um, he used to work for Orkin Pest Control. And um, him and I, my buddy Eugene Shuttle, um, we decided, you know, we're going to we're going to start a business and based on insulation work, crawl space insulation because his dad worked for Orkin, and he would sub out all that work um, to the, just these random companies. And so Eugene and I said, okay, let's let's start a business together. So huh. we called it C&E Insulation, and um, we just we made this flyer. We had no clue what insulation really was, to be honest. <laughs> really? Yeah. We, I mean, we, we knew you got to put it in a wall or <laughs> in— our value, man. Yeah, exactly. We 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 figured all that out. Our value, our nineteen. You know. So you started this business and it took off. Yeah. So Eugene and I, uh, Eugene was also. He gonna, was the E in C and E. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Colin. Yep. <laughs> so Eugene, Eugene was uh, he was going to get into finance as well, but during that time, it was pretty hard to get jobs in finance. Uh, we're coming out. We're in two thousand and. Uh, what was that, 2010? 10, give yeah. or take, yeah. Mm. Yep, so we started this company up. We started cold calling people, uh, Orkin and Terminex, and on a Tuesday we got a call from this guy, Mike McVeigh, and he's like, hey, uh, 
I'm from Orkin in Chesapeake, Virginia. Can you come down and do a job for us? And we should, you know, <laughs> I, sure. Yeah, he's we'll, like, oh my word. Yeah, yeah, we'll so, yeah of course yeah. we can. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be there and we'll do it. So we went down. We had no. I had my uh, grandfather's old Volvo station wagon. So we went down there, and uh, we went to a insulation contractor, and we said, hey, how, you know, how do we do this? Can we buy some insulation from you? And so we went down and we did the. You know, no way. That's these, a great story. The, these guys, you know, two finance guys were crawling around a crawl space trying to remove insulation. <laughs> uh, you know, that morning I had jumped in, uh, you know, to open the gate to get into this job, and a, a, a dog bit me on the hand. Um, so that was the start of the day, and then we're crawling around in this uh, crawl space, and you know, pulling out insulation. There's rat. Rats everywhere. It was the most disgusting. Yeah, I spent job. a lot of time in the crawl space <laughs> as a teenager. We talked about that earlier. You had never really done that. No, <laughs> we had no idea what we got ourselves into. Halfway through, we're like, let's let's go back to the hotel. So we did, and then we we kind of got our stuff together, and we were able to go find a couple other guys to help us the next day. We went in there and knocked it out, and the branch manager came by and said. You guys did a good job. We said, we're really sorry it took us so long. He goes, Colin, it takes us seven days to do this job. You guys did it in two days. Goodness He gracious. goes, when can you do three more? Wow. Wow. That's crazy. All right. All right. This is a great I, time. I, I want to yeah. know. We're going to take a break. Colin, will you stick around? I want to know how your insulation business is doing today. Will you hang tight with us? Sure. You're listening to Colin Jackson on the At Home with Roby show. We'll be back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. Trent, what a story. I mean, really? You kind of teed me up last week a little bit about this, but this is not what I was expecting. Well, he's so young, you notice he was in college. It was 2010. Yeah. <laughs> 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 1976. <laughs> Uh, but uh, see what it, yeah. But but you know you hear all these stories. It's the best time to start a business is is in a in a, re- a real debacle recession. You know, so kind of in hindsight, you know that's how how it looks. I'm sure that wasn't what y'all were well, thinking. Y'all were just out here trying to grind and make a little money. We say catch me if you can. That movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, you know? great movie. Uh, so you figured it out. You had a little grit. You got under that crawl space, did a seven-day job in two days, went out and found some help. That's pretty good. I wouldn't have done that. I'd have just killed myself. Stay it. So did, so did the glass, was this old-school insulation, this the pink stuff? Yeah, the pink stuff, the nice, itchy stuff. Kind of mm-hmm. like this paper clip. I got yeah. it on, on my table. That's a fiberglass paper so, clip. So did, did the fiberglass get in, make you itch a little bit? Oh, yeah. We got that in common. I insulated a lot of Dilworth houses when I was a kid. Did you go wash... With cold water or hot water? Well, one guy told us hot water, and that actually makes you itch even more. It so. holds the glass in. It yep. closes your pores. Uh, our superintendent, Ken Laney, God rest his soul, uh, was my boss back then <laughs> yeah. and told me the first time to go home and take a hot shower to get the glass out of you, and it, it locks it in for about three days. You know, uh, you gotta be, you got to become a, become a man somehow. That's a rite of passage. Okay. Yeah. So you did this first job. You and Eugene— uh, the key to C uh, and E, and you knock this out. So then, I guess the work started flowing in. You got more work. Yeah, the work started flowing in, um, which is one of the reasons why uh, I didn't finish my last class. 
Uh, so it got so busy that I decided to move down to Virginia Beach. And um, my buddy Eugene ended up going off and getting a job with Deutsche Bank at the time. Uh, now he runs, you know, extremely successful uh, business uh, with uh, uh, helping uh, uh, addicts with uh, opioid problems. So oh, wow. he's he's killing it up in Maryland. Man, uh, they're doing. I think they're doing about forty million in, in revenue today. God bless so him. He's killing it. He's killing it. So uh, him and I are still best friends. Talk all the time. Talk about our ideas and good good, good dude. But um, so what I did is I, I stayed. Um, into the, in that business, moved to Virginia Beach and got um, Virginia Beach Orkin, uh, Chesapeake Orkin, some Terminex uh, uh, companies, and we did all their subcontracting work. So that year we did about five hundred fifty thousand in revenue, um, and it kind of it kind of just kept evolving. Um, we started using these like really really big bags. We would vacuum out attic insulation. And um, it would go into these four by six foot bags, and um, we would take that um, and dispose of it. But these bags were about thirty dollars a piece, so I said, you know, I, let me just figure out how to make these on my own. So I ordered a bunch of this fabric from uh, China, and so you know, lo and behold, these uh, this pallet shows up on my front step with uh, six bags of or six uh, rolls of polypropylene. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, so this is good fabric, you know. This is better than the fabric that, that we it were is. using, and, it, and it's it's stronger because those bags were always ripping. So we got these new bag, uh, the, the fabric, and uh, so I said, well, I guess i got to figure out how to, how to make them. Sew them together, yeah. Yeah, so I, I found a seamstress on Craigslist. She showed up on the uh, back of a motorcycle um, from this guy, <laughs> and, and, and we started chatting, and she's like, yeah, you know, I can make them for about five bucks a bag. So... Basically, what we did is she lived in Norfolk, I lived uh, in Virginia Beach, and we would meet halfway, and I'd give her, you know, these polypropylene uh, rolls, and she would, uh, next week we would meet up, and she'd give me the bags, I'd give her more rolls. And so we were doing that, it was supplying our insulation business, we were using about 150 to 200 uh, a week, huh. and uh, then I got to thinking, I was like, you know what, you know, I think I could make this a little better, more streamlined. So I, I brought her and another person into the um, the warehouse, and we started turning them out. And uh, we had a lot of excess supply. So we started insulationvacuumbags.com, and this was in 2012. And I just made that domain name. I, I It was so bad. But for some reason, I don't know how, you know, with the Google uh, Google AdWords, it just organically it popped up to the top. And I started cold calling, and and uh, later that year we were selling fifty thousand bags. Goodness um, gracious! You know, we ended up having to outsource to China. Um, About static, I wouldn't think she could make all yeah. those uh, by hand. That's a lot. Yeah. Holy smokes! We kept her on, um, you know, helping with uh, the sales and everything like that, and um, packaging. So we we shipped out of Virginia Beach, and um, yeah, we we were just. We were killing it. We were selling a uh, selling a four by six foot polypropylene bag. Wow! Yep. So, are you still doing insulation, or now you're just in the bag business? I am completely out of both. Um, I exited that bag. I I kind of just sold off the assets of the insulation business. I wish I would have known that I could have sold a company then. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, could have done pretty yeah. well. 
Um, uh, and then in 2017, I sold the bag business. Um, and in, in, before I sold the bag business, I was, I was already tied in with Orkin and Terminex pretty well. And so we created a sensor that goes on a mousetrap. And what that sensor does is when you catch a mouse, it sends you a notification via text. <laughs> Got so, one. So you yeah. so you sold your first business, which was the bag business, which evolved from the installation in 17. And then you had all these relationships. You're like, how do I vertically integrate this relationship? And you created a true mousetrap. Yep. We created a better mousetrap. A better mousetrap. Is yep. that what you call it? <laughs> and, and it's a sensor. Brilliant if it is. Yeah, it's a, yeah. What, what's the what was what's the name? What's the name of that business? That was called Trap Tech. Trap Tech. Tech. That's a lot yep. better. Yeah. And yeah. you that was. I mean, are you not in this business anymore? We exited that in 2019. I mean, I'm telling you, this dude is an entrepreneur now. Unbelievable. So you figured out how to sell a business now? Uh, I think I figured it out. Yeah. You, you want to go back, claw back, and get those installation assets you had? I wish I could. See if you could get get a little better return on them. Yeah, well, that's crazy. So in 2017, you started this mousetrap sensor, and in 2019, you had it excitable enough in volume. Was it the volume or was it the potential? So I actually um, I start I started the mousetrap sensor development in 2015, and you know figured out how to build it. Um, I failed a thousand times over, uh, on how to build it. Cause I, I had no idea how to, how, yeah. how technology worked. So I, um, kind of developed it, finally perfected the product, um, in about 2017. That's when we launched and I licensed it to a, uh, the largest trap manufacturer of mousetraps and they took it. I helped them launch it. We got it into a bunch of different pest control companies and then um it, then they asked to buy out the entire entire business so is it still are they using it today yep, yep. that is a man that makes you feel good doesn't it yeah it is it's uh they're using a lot of food processing facilities oh, really? okay so commercial yeah. i have a recent ant problem in my house can you help me with this build an ant trap <laughs> i've <laughs> never had ants in my whole life it's in my my heated floor in my master we, bathroom we get them in our house them. Yeah, this little sugar i don't know ants. if my one of my kids spills you know, I don't know what they spill, but uh, I don't know. I can't get rid of them with the heated floor. You try to burn them up? Ant traps don't work good. It'd be a lot of beeping if I every time an ant hit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it'd be bad. And, and these little ants don't bother anybody. Let them, so were you were you guys like, I mean, were you going to pest control conferences and things like that, like kind of pedaling this thing? Yeah, we joked around. We called it Pest Fest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one, one year we were in Seattle and we ran around uh, – we ran around the side streets and we would kick trash bins and see how many rats would come out. And a, rats would <laughs> scurry. Exactly. Oh yeah, Dude. it was called Pest World. Um, we we did yeah. a couple of those Heard trade shows, this. but um, yeah, we moved on from that. We were we're now building out a couple different uh, sensors. It's kind of all the same technology. That's a sensor, and then when it detects an event, it sends you a message, and you can manage it on a platform. So you're taking this sensor industry it uh, is applicable to other products exactly in the home space i'm sure yep the home space we're uh I mean, we're focusing on leak detection now with a blend leak of detection yeah with with insurance um so for to be able to reduce uh water damage claims i man that's it colin 
will you stick around for the last segment? We don't do this too often, but I got a couple more questions. Sure, you got it. All right, Colin Jackson, when we return, uh, with all kind of things That's right. in his life. You're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. TJ just blew my eardrums. We are your host. We are your host. I mean, he's playing some good tunes today. He is playing good tunes. He always tunes. plays good tunes. Now, Trent, this is a wonderful show. Yeah, I have to say, I, 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 we have Colin Jackson here. Dude. I mean, insulation. You're talking about automatic. He, he evolved his insulation. Yeah. Didn't know what he was doing. But he was gritty. That's all right. Got under that crawl space and itched a little. Evolved that business into a, into a bag manufacturing to business. To a bag manufacturing. Uh, and, and, and utilizes resources and subbed out stuff to china is very impressive exit uh, that yeah. exit that and started the the better mouse trap sensor trap uh, tech trap tech couple years exited that that's crazy and now we need to get to find I out i can't do anything in a couple of years <laughs> i mean <laughs> i can lose hair in a couple of years i'm good at that can, can you help me with that we talked a little bit about yeah. that have you seen my head it looks good it's starting yeah very dark hair i'm losing hair very quickly well well, two kids will do that. I told you earlier. Two kids. We I told you earlier uh, in 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 our office that I, I don't I can't ever do road gain because if I ever go broke, I won't be able to pay for my road gain. My hair will go <laughs> fall out in a month. Everybody be like, "What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did you go?" I'm pulling my hair out. I was like, no, man, I was insulating my buddy's crawl space. It's tough. <laughs> my hair's all gone. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, so you told me this uh, when we were hanging out playing golf. You said you were worried after you exited these two businesses. Like, what am I going to do now? I mean, yeah, I definitely had some worries there. I mean, it was I. I got luck. I thought I got lucky. Had some quick successes, and um, you know, I started fiddling around with a bunch of different technology that um, you know I could kind of do the same thing that I did with uh, Trap Tech and. So uh, one company approached us. They asked us to uh, build a system. Uh, this was a company that we competed with on the trap manufacturer, the trap sensor, and they had asked us. Uh, this was actually Dow AgriScience at the time. They had asked us to do a bed bug sensor. So a sensor, oh, you, you know, that that attracted bed bugs and that you could tell if there was a bed bug present in a hotel. And so I, you know, for a couple of years, I, I fumbled around with. Uh, Okay, are we going to just do special development projects like this? We we built out a couple other systems, and you know that was pretty good money. But it wasn't. Um, we weren't really truly building a business. But it was a, more of a development company, right? And so um, we I started building a leak detection system. Uh, teamed up with another company, um, and you know it's it's a difficult. It was a difficult system to sell, and so now what we're doing is we're blending it with insurance. So we can go in, let's just say we can go into a multifamily uh, home uh, or apartment complex, and we can offer them a slew of things. So we can we can give them a leak detection system. It, uh, it'll tell you if uh, water is present, if uh, there's a leak, and uh, it notifies the, the general manager on staff. Uh, we could also install water meters um, to tell you so that some some apartment complexes are uh, not submetered, so the the building is actually paying for that water. Yeah. So we're able to tell them we're actually able to build the end tenant 
for that. So we're kind of we're in water now, I guess. Water and sensing. I think it's great. I mean, we talked about the costliest thing, and I'm not an insurance uh, guru. But it's water, 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 water fire, yeah. And we're in this business. We have a plumbing sure. business. We're in remodeling construction business. So uh, it's kind of funny we're sitting here talking. Uh, you well, so you're so you're working on this now. This is your project. That's correct. Yeah. You think about a multifamily situation too. You're right. If it, typically you do see one meter, and then the water's just kind of baked into the rent. But I mean, yeah, I guess if one of those things leaks, I mean, you're talking about potentially losing an entire building. Yep, not just that too. I mean, some of these buildings are uh they'll have these water damage claims and, you know, they'll have one or two and the insurance company will actually drop them off. Yeah. And so then they can't go get covered. So what we're seeing now is uh some of these apartment complexes they will install our system and we can go back to the insurance company and get them to actually be able to get insurance. It's like taking defensive driving or something to shed a point or two. I mean, it's a similar concept, right? Hey, look, I'm doing something about it, and then they're more apt to, to We know cover a little it. bit about that, don't we? Uh, we do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Charlotte's a good place to be for this project. Yep, We exactly. have a lot of apartments coming online, uh, a lot of people moving to Charlotte. So let me ask you one question. We'll switch gears. Uh, did, did The Wealthy Barber, was that a book that you read growing up? I have never heard of that. I've I've read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about fit, a lot of fit a, into a lot my about life that in, in, in on the show. But I have, think I might have Wealthy Barber in my office actually. That okay. Was another book I read when I was a teenager. That was a long time ago. Young Whippersnapper. I'm gonna have to read that and hand it over to my dad. Give it to your it's dad. Good. I was yep. about to say. Yeah, he. So was he a, a barber by trade? Uh, I guess. Or was yeah, he, he just started a businessman? Yeah, he, he started out with that. Um, he. He just went into, uh, I guess, what you call it, hair school and started his own company. And I don't think he realized what he was building. And he he built a really successful that business. That is really cool. Well, the cool thing about Wealthy Barber is that they're in the know. They they get to talk to everybody. They get everybody in their relaxing moments. And and, and generally, uh, it's, it's simple things uh, to build wealth or to build happiness or what have you, uh, not necessarily all monetary. Um, how old are your kids? Uh, my son Liam is five, and my daughter Layla is seven. Cool. So, yeah, so I have an eight-year-old boy and a three-year-old boy, so uh, they need to hang out. That's right. That'll be fun. Then I have three girls that are teenagers. So did I talk about Roland's grades? You did. I did. You did. <laughs> Bell curve. I would tell ask you to tell people how to get in touch with you. I mean, can people look you up, or you you incognito? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, but I've, uh, I'm off social media other than uh, other than LinkedIn. I heard that. Me, me three. That's good. So they can find Colin Jackson on LinkedIn. That's right. Check you out. Well, cool, man. Hey, thank you for being here. It's a wonderful – you got an awesome story. It's unbelievable, really mind-blowing. Uh, such a young man, to, such a bright future. I look forward to hanging out with you. Yeah, you as well. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. You listening to At Home with Roby. Go have a wonderful day. Do the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated, and carry a smile around on you.